Hello everyone, welcome, welcome to the chat show. Today's our guest is Alan Chelson, uh, whom I know him as a really empathetic leader, HR and, and a strategic sourcing leader who is doing amazing job in, in helping people do the right thing when they are out looking for a job. So Alan, welcome to the show. Um, and tell us a little bit about, uh, about you to our, our audience. Yeah, so um, thanks, Nish. It's it's great being here with you, and and great to have this opportunity to share some thoughts with our our combined networks here. Um, so my name is Alan Chilson. I'm a talent acquisition manager, strategic partnerships at BASF. Um, BASF is one of the world's largest chemical companies, but most people don't know us because um, we're not a branded thing that you have in your house. Um, but you know, to give a little bit about my uh, my role, I manage both a, a very large RPO engagement. Um, RPO stands for Recruitment Process Outsourcing, and also a large um, temporary or contingent staffing engagement. Um, so manage those two vendors and look for ways to optimize the workforce um, for BSF. And uh, prior to that, I've had um, several talent acquisition leadership roles, both managing vendor programs, but also managing in-house recruiting teams. Great. Thank you, Alan. Uh, so as a, a talent acquisition expert, uh, you must be dealing with a lot of job seekers and a lot of hiring managers and making sure that those activity takes place uh, in a right way uh, for the benefit of both parties. So considering that and considering the current situation, uh, please share your thoughts on, on uh, if I'm a job seeker, what are the things I should look for? And what I have learned from you is your your. I would like to uh, uh, I would like you to talk about your empathetic approach, uh, uh, you know, towards uh, finding the job or helping somebody uh, find meaningful employment. So please share your thoughts on that. Yep, for sure. Um, so I think for one, I mean, I think networking becomes one of the keywords, right? We in the past we've we've often you know you can sit and you can apply to jobs online. You wait to get emails, you wait to get phone calls that your, your application's been accepted, you're invited to an interview. Um, but really, you know, nowadays, I think it's even more important than ever to, to network. And um, I'm hearing the words as I say that um, of a former um, colleague and friend, um, her, his name is Jerome Lede. And he's done a session um, several times at a conference called Networking is Not Just for Not Working. Um, you know, and to me, that means you should always be networking even when you're not looking for a job or if you're a business development person when you're not looking to sell or you know fill in whatever your your action is but you know you should always be working on your your networking and building relationships um to me empathetic outreach is part of networking um you know and it's when you know we reach out to give or offer assistance versus when you're reaching out to request assistance right so it's kind of paying it forward or or putting some money in the jar before you ask for some out of the jar. Um, you know, and, and I think you should reach out to those in your network that you can tell need some help right now. And a lot of those people are posting with the ready for work label on LinkedIn, um, or you can see that they've been recently impacted. Um, they could use your help. And you know, they may not wanna reach out to you to ask for help because maybe they've not been doing a good job of networking when they didn't need help. But to me, the empathy comes from us reaching out to people and saying, hey, I see you've been impacted, might I be able to help? And, um, you know, probably the other thing I would add to that is then once you are that person who is in job search and you've been impacted, um, you know, like I mentioned, applying to jobs and waiting to hear back is not enough. 
there's a lot of job opportunities that may not make it onto a job board or a website or onto Indeed. Um, I coach and encourage anyone from my network that I connect with to take a business strategy approach um, for how they maximize the time they invest in their job search. And, um, you know, kind of the quick steps I'd say to that is for one, you build yourself a marketing plan, which is creating an inventory of your skills and experiences, um, but also determining how are you going to tell your story and or, you know, think of that as presenting your skills and experience to a potential employer and then build a business development plan where you'll create a list of target companies um, and the roles at those companies that you'd be interested in within your region um, or if you're open to relocation within multiple regions and then um, do, do thorough research on those companies, learn as much as you can about the company and then you go leverage your network and you know you look to make connections with people in those companies that are on your target list and you know look to work with them and network right learn more about their role at the company learn more about what they feel the employee experience at the company is um, you're not networking them to ask them if they can put you in you know be a referral to get you in for a job interview but you're really learning more through them and i think if you take that approach you build your marketing plan you can tell your story you take your business development approach of how are you going to go out and, and um, put your foot in the door at the company you should like to work with. And then these people you talk to during your networking calls, um, they almost become your your brand ambassadors, right? They know what you're looking for. So if somebody mentions a role you may fit, they should say, hey, you should call Alan or vice versa. They'll call me and say, hey, I was talking to a colleague and there's a role you might be interested in. But that way you're not asking them for a job or an interview, but you're educating them about what you could do for their company. So that was probably a long answer to your initial question, um, no, but I, I'll, I'll turn that over from there. No, this is this is excellent. Really appreciate that. In fact, you mentioned uh, about and as 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 we all know during this difficult time, uh, we all are kind of doing our best, juggling things, and and so that empathetic approach of reaching out to someone. Um, how, how do you manage that? How, what are yeah, any your personal experience or thoughts, how we can kind of help ourselves uh, to help somebody? Um, how, how do you think and execute? Yeah, so I, I can tell you, I mean, uh, uh, an example that is really from the, the past two weeks is I saw that somebody who I used to work with, so two jobs ago for me 10 years ago, um, she was my primary contact. She was the account manager at a relocation company that, that my company used and I managed that relationship. And I saw that after 16 years of that company, she'd been impacted through downsizing. And I, I saw it on LinkedIn. So I reached out to her through messaging and said, hey, um, yeah. you know, I see you, you are in job search. And if there's anything I can do to help, I said, if you, you know, my network is your network. If you'd like to talk about strategies, um, let me know. And within uh, a week's time, we got together on a Zoom meeting and we had not talked for several years. So we caught up on family and, and things. And then we talked about um, her resume, her, her uh, target jobs and, you know, kind of the, the approach I mentioned of, of putting together a marketing plan. And I shared with her some examples of what I used when I was in job search back in 2017. So, um, you know, but it, it all started with just reaching out to say, if I can help, I'm here. Yeah, and that is, I would say, this is truly empathetic approach um, towards, I think, not only just saying that we are all in this together, really, truly demonstrating that by reaching out and and uh, uh, the, in extending that that your your help or services or rec recommendation to someone. So 
that is the 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 the, the topic of today's discussion so uh, we we appreciate that and we, we would you like to share some thoughts to our audience and what your you know uh, your story I, I i think you shared something about you know your current job how you were able to um in a unique way you were able to find this opportunity um so please share share that story that was pretty interesting yeah, no, so it's, it is, and it's it's something that, um, you know, I feel that the, the things I've already suggested, the networking approach and the business strategy approach, um, to me, I, I have a firsthand example from three years ago, right? So in 2017, I was in job search. Um, I had taken a package from my previous employer, was doing a little bit of consulting, um, but also was what, what I'd call a free agent. And my first day of free agency, so when the severance started, um, I was on a plane traveling to Chicago to attend the HRO Today conference um, on my own dime, right? So uh, I had no company to pay for me to attend the conference. Um, my wife may have thought I was crazy attending a professional conference for development while I was out of work in her eyes, right? But I wasn't only going for development, I was going to network. Um, and I knew that the HRO Today conference was well attended by HR professionals in roles like the ones I'd held that manage HR outsourcing relationships and also knew that there'd be a lot of vendors there sponsoring the conference who provide services like I've managed before. So I went to the conference and during the conference breaks, right? So while everybody was in the, uh, you know, the uh, exhibit hall and they had the coffee and tea and other things out, I networked with other attendees, learning about their companies and practicing my elevator speech, right? You know, so how do you in 30 to 60 seconds tell somebody about yourself? Um, and then also marketing plan discussions once we went to the next step, right? And um, and then during the conference session, so while everybody was in session, the attendees, I did skip a couple of the scheduled sessions and I went into the exhibit hall and I networked with the sponsors. Um, and one of those sponsor representatives wound up leading me to my current role at BSF. And um, to share a little more detail on that, she was a senior account director based in Toronto, Canada, um, with a company that provides a variety of outsourced programs. Um, she encouraged me to send her my resume in case something came up at her company, but you know, here I thought, I'm speaking to somebody who's from Toronto. She's never going to remember that she got my resume once I send it. But I said, hey, this is somebody who's invited me to share my resume. I'm going to send it. Um, what neither of us knew is that she would soon be assigned to the BSF RPO relationship, right? And that's recruitment process outsourcing. Um, at a training session for that new RPO team that was going to be supporting BSF, she was speaking to the BSF um, talent acquisition manager. So somebody wound up being one of my peers that was helping with the implementation of the program. And she said, you know, we're really having trouble finding somebody with the experience and skills that we want um, to manage our, our programs. And, you know, so this lady from the RPO vendor said, gee, I met somebody just two weeks ago. I'm going to give you a resume when we get back to our desk. And I mean, she gave that resume to my colleague. And within, I think, 48 hours, I was on a phone interview and um, within a week or two was in person interviewing and, you know, the rest is history. But, you know, I can speak from firsthand knowledge that having the faith um, to use that business strategy approach and to go out and practice networking, practice my marketing plan and to, you know, try to speak to as many people as I could, um, you know, but but in a, um, you know, w without being desperate. Right. You know, so you don't want to go out desperately trying to contact everybody you can, but put yourself into environments where, you can talk about your job search or talk about what your goals are and people will, will hopefully find your way there. But I, I find a lot of times these things present themselves 
when you're not expecting them to. And that's where I believe all of us, I mean, I may not have any jobs to fill right now that could fit somebody from my network's career path, but when I reach out and speak to them, I don't know who I'll speak to the next day that might be looking for somebody like them. So that's where I say the value of networking when you're in job search, but also when you're not. Just that power of your network, not having as many connections as you can have on LinkedIn, but having quality connections where you actually know things about those people, to me, is really important. Yeah, no, that that's a perfect example of I would say a proactive networking, and and then really executing in a in an empathetic way. In an empathetic way, you try to understand what their needs are instead of just going and applying blindly for the job. So some of those things are very, very important. Um, one of the one of the things which um, we would like to learn from you in, in, in closing is any story or any incidents you can think of where uh, you have seen empathetic uh, creativity or innovation in the in the uh, you know procurement or in the talent acquisition space um, or any any approach or any story uh, which can demonstrate uh, uh, yeah. innovation and empathy. Yeah, and I would say to me the the innovation does really come from these these different approaches to job searching, and I wouldn't say they're new, um, mm -hmm. but it's it's taking and it's it's really blending together different things, right? And and being innovative about how you approach it. Um, and I would say really where I feel the the empathy comes in is you know so so my example of reaching out to the person from ten years ago and saying hey can I help and and there's certainly a, a few other people I've reached out to over the last few months in similar situations and look to help them. But then I also look at where I benefited from um, empathy and employment was that um, senior account director, you know, talking to me at the conference, realizing I, I was somebody in job search and saying, hey, send me your resume, I'll see if anything comes my way. Um, you know, and she could have just given me her card and, and took a business development approach because that's really what she was there for. But at heart, she's a recruiter, even though now she manages multiple teams of recruiters supporting multiple clients. So you know, the empathy comes out, right? And and we, we may not all have it, but for those who do have it, um, it's gonna come through regardless of your job function, regardless of the career level you reach. So I just think the the innovation is though, is, is taking that different approach and just realizing there are people out there who need help and um, reaching out to them individually and offering it. Um, I do see a lot of people putting on LinkedIn, hey, if I've worked with you before and you've been impacted, feel free to reach out to me. And I think that's good too. Um, but if we're actively engaged with our network, we're seeing those people who change their logo to saying open to work. And then we're reaching out to see what we can do to help. Um, so the blanket offer is good, but I think the individual offer is better because you bring it out. And once you reach to them, whether that's via instant message, email or phone, um, they feel it's okay to come back to you and ask for help. Whereas they may not want to come to you if, if they've not spoken to you in, in months or years. So I think it's just really important to make sure they know you're sincerely, you know, and empathetically available to help them. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Ellen. Uh, we uh, really appreciate uh, your time and uh, it was uh, very informative. I'm pretty sure our audience, job seekers, in fact, including job seekers who is who is on disability or on the autism spectrum, uh, that's where we serve, uh, you know, our sourceable program. Uh, I'm pretty sure they will able to adopt some of this strategy because it works pretty much. Why don't you share your thoughts in conclusion that how this can be adopted by people uh, on the autism spectrum and other disabilities? 
Oh, I think it, I mean, I think it totally um, transfers over and applies there as well, right? Yeah. Um, they have their own networks and that's going to be their neighbors, their family, um, the the professionals who help them along the way, right? Um, and I think often we may think that those individuals will get help from those state agencies that that do offer programs, but, but let's face it, the state agencies are overtaxed. Um, mm -hmm. They're dealing with COVID right now, just like every company is, and they may not have a full workforce. Um, their budgets may be reduced, all sorts of things. So I think it is important to um, to help those individuals as well. You know, so when you you know people who who need help, um, regardless of why they may need it, um, I think it's important. But I do think that those people, you know, that whether it's on the autism spectrum or or other you know types of um, abilities, there there's no reason why they they can't take the same approach and and network and ask people to tell you more about their company, more about their job, more about their employee experience. And people like to talk about these things, right? So they're going to tell you that, and then they're going to ask you some things about yourself, and then you get your chance to to have your elevator speech or your your marketing plan conversation with them. And to me, you deputize everybody you speak to while you're in job search, um, because they are hopefully going to remember the things you share, um, and they are going to take that message elsewhere. So I, I think it's totally relevant to your source-abled clients and and anyone else who's listening. Thank you, thank you, Alan. Thank you so much again. And thank you everyone for joining uh, the chat show where we talk about empathy, employment, and innovation uh, every Wednesday at two o'clock. So thank you again for your time. Uh, uh, stay safe, healthy, and all the best. Thank you. All right, thank you. Thank you, Alan.